Wow, we've had a crazy, crazy weather pattern in the last month and the northern beaches yesterday got absolutely nailed. Let's talk about it. What happened to the beaches? Why is this happening and what to do now? Morning, Mark. Morning, Billy. We were on the news yesterday, and I say we, Northern Beaches, for all the wrong reasons. What a crazy weekend it's been. Wow. You know, just, we were, it was like so cold, so cold, so cold. We're wishing someone would come. The heat came, and we're like, oh, shit. And then these storms, nuts. Unreal. And it was really, it was a really nice day leading up to the afternoon, the morning, out of nowhere, it just flips. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people out there that are trying to pick up the pieces from yesterday's chaos. Um, obviously, our just heart goes out to the community. We will be, um, you know, making sure the team's online and helping everyone that's been um, through the chaos. Uh, but I can imagine the PM team today you know, the whole office is going to have a busy morning responding to emails and bits that have come in. Yeah, so it's pretty much DY and Narrabeen. They were the most hit. Um, Narrabeen's had a hard... Narrabeen and Colorado have had very hard times. You had the um, the beachfront eroded, which was one of the only beachfronts in, um, in New South Wales that got so hammered where some houses lost their backyard and some parts of their houses. Um so that, that from sand erosion from the tides, from tidal, from tides. So that's a tidal attack. Um, then Narrabeen had a, um, a flood, uh, which was within, within about a year ago or so, where a lot of the area actually flooded. So floods. Um, and this yesterday was really winds, wasn't it? It was crazy. I couldn't believe some of the photos coming out. We, across the road from us, there was a building affected. We got a little bit affected. Our building, um, there was large parts of um, main DY streets affected, big apartment blocks. And what was surprising, and you said it really well, is that some of the newer buildings, as much as it was surprising to see some damage, you said they've not really been tested. But the older buildings that are 50 years old and have been there you know, from some of the original ones on DY, they've they've seen a lot of storms during that time. So this was, you know, one of the storms, one of the worst in 50 years, as you could say. Well, yeah, I guess you can understand um, trees. Trees are changing all the time. They're growing, they're getting bigger, and, you, you know, limbs fall, trees fall, that changes. But these structures, some of these structures that were, yeah, so old, um, you'd think, mate, these can stand the test of time because they're just rock solid. And the new ones, I just thought, oh, yeah, well, they haven't been through a terrible storm and now here's the big test. But it was just everything. It was everything. And unfortunately, even loss of life, like it was just when that, when that happens, that is just your heart just drops. Yeah, it was, it was insane. So, um, yeah, this morning's episode is a little bit about making sure you've um, putting in your insurance claims and how you go about that. Um, Mark, where do you even start for for people that have lost 
the roof of their building or have lost, you know, their, their cars and things like that. Um, what do you reckon? We spoke a little bit about Look, that. You hear the word with hospitals, you hear the people use the word medical merry-go-round. And today we wanted to talk a little bit about insurance and the insurance merry-go-round um, because it definitely is there. And um, with insurance, and look, we're not, you know, we we are experienced as agents for property insurance claims because you know you're doing it with volume. One family or one home may do it once or twice in their life. A real estate agency managing the amount of properties that we manage, you're doing it regularly. So we're probably a bit of a well-oiled machine in terms of what to do next when it comes to your insurance claims, which is part of what we're going to cover today. David, good say good morning. Crazy wins. Sean, good morning, buddy. How are you? Luke, good morning. Um, but it, it's interesting. I want to talk about making these insurance claims, how to be effective when making these insurance claims and be prepared because people often think that it's it's a one-hit wonder where you can just call your insurance company, make the claim, and then um, a little angel will come out with wings and fix everything, but it's not quite the case. Yeah, and like I said, we do assist in a huge amount of um, insurance claims. Being a point of contact, um, obviously these guys are getting in touch to find out what what's happened, and in most instances it's not due to crazy wins, but the same principle applies. You said um, you've got to be making sure that you're really factual. You've got to take the emotion out of it and you've really got to try to to overclaim. There's no point in, um, in missing points. So making sure you've got it done properly right from the start. Yes, a bit of advice to people that have gone through storms yesterday. Um, it's a very, very emotional um, uh, period for people. I've actually had it happen to myself where we lost our house um, to um, flooding um, and um, it was pretty much... Um, but, you know, there was pretty much all rooms that were, you know, uh, half a foot underwater and we learnt a lot through that process and that claim process. And um, I, I think that everyone who's, who's had something happen to them yesterday, take mess, take note on, on, on this sort of stuff that we're about to talk about. Yeah. And, and for those that don't have landlord insurance, you were saying, Mark, you only realise the importance until it's actually happened to you. Yeah, so, so pretty much you got, um, for people who don't know, you've got building insurance, uh, which is for your base structure, your base structure being um, you know, your bricks, your mortar, your roof, um, your concrete, your windows. Um, you've then got contents insurance. Contents insurance can be, um, uh, depending on your policy, can be uh, kitchens, um, can be carpet, curtains, electricals, um, furniture, um, stuff like that. So you want to make sure, first thing you want to make sure is that you are insured. And guys and girls, even if you're not, this is a good message that to everyone to make sure you are, if you've had nothing happen to you, check your bloody policy, check that it's in place, um, it's paid. How many times you, you've had a policy where you think people, you're covered and then you go to claim and you realise someone hasn't paid the bill? 
um, that's the first thing to check. The next thing when you're making a claim today is to be, is to take the emotion out of it. So really stick to the facts because it helps you make a better decision on what's happening. It helps you look at stuff more clearly. So take good photos of everything um, that's damaged. Um, do not be conservative in your claim, which is what you were just saying before, Billy. Do not be conservative in your claim because it is the job of an insurance company to minimise the claim. So what they're going to do is the insurance company will often send out an assessor. The assessor is doesn't necessarily even work under the same insurance company. They are contractors. They're almost like contract killers. They, they basically have, they have to go out and they have to find, they have to minimise the claim. So your job as the, as the claiming will be like this, 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 and this went wrong. And then the, the guy coming out to assess the claim will be like, correct, correct, correct. Are you sure this was damaged in the storm? Correct, correct. Are you sure that was damaged in the storm? or this may be outside of policy, I'm sorry to tell you. So I think, first of all, make your claims today. Be very, very factual. Be um, very, very unemotional. Like, you've just got to stick to those facts. It's going to help you. It's going to help you come through the shit quicker. Um, and, uh, and and don't stay shy, stay dry. So, so don't, you know, if there's things there that have even just... Been damaged by a little bit, and you think, nah, that's all right, claim it. And the reason why is because what you're going to find is you're going to get, you may have you um, a haircut on some other stuff that you're claiming. So you sort of, you want to be over excessive in your claiming. You want to be truthful, but you want to be over excessive because when when the assessor comes through, they're going to, um, they're going to sort of. They, they often, sometimes they'll come through and go, yep, 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 but sometimes they'll push back on stuff and it's a bit of a um, bit of an arm wrestle. And I have no doubt that um, there will be body corporate strata making claims on behalf of um, landlords as well, uh, groups of landlords today over the next couple of days. Um, so, you know, reach out if you're not already involved on those communication groups and see what's going on. It, like you say, one in a fifth, one in fifty years, you find the whole roof of a of an apartment complex come off. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, and I guess sometimes it's just the angle of the wind has never actually come through on that direction, and that force, uh, in that combination of both, and then bang, there goes the roof. We had in our office, we're a six, seven story building. We lost um, part of a part of a um, the top of the building, the side cladding. I think it was a steel cladding. We lost that. That came off. It was a, probably about eight metres by one or two metres um, across the road um, of, of from our, our place. It was a six-storey building. They had an air conditioning duct, I think. Um, it looked like a fairly big structure. The structure was probably as big as a car. Um, that, got, that got pulled off the building, blown off the building and put blowing across because it was a it was falling six or seven stories while it was falling and it was sort of sheet metal that blew across six lanes of traffic um and landed on a on a parked car um so you know it's pretty amazing some of the stuff that happened yesterday yeah and I, I, I saw the video of that one mark it's amazing no no 
no more people got hurt. Yep. Yep. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's just, it's terrible what's happened. But um, is there anything else, Billy, we're going to talk about in claiming against insurance today for people? So, um, oh, look, another piece, one, one, one other thing I've got to say is with your claim, um, the insurance companies are being absolutely nailed today. So I think to help the insurance companies get your foot in the door, make the claim today, um, the... Um, what these what these insurance companies do, believe it or not, particularly for roof claims, is they send out a drone pilot within 24 hours, 48 hours, and they drone shoot your your roof, um, and they um, they do it in high definition, and they do that again to minimise claims because sometimes people, <laughs> sometimes roofers uh, are a bit misbehaved, and when they go up to do a quote to fix the roof. Um, there's been, it's been known that they will find more work for themselves. Um, so they often, I think you'll see a lot of drones going over the northern beaches today um, for people that have made claims, and then they, they should take photographic evidence of the roof. They take photographic evidence of the site um, for their records. I know we had a claim on our roof, and they produced the drone photos within 12 hours of our claim and said... Um, 24 hours and said we don't particularly agree with what you've what you're suggesting um and i was shocked wow that's unbelievable i didn't know that so just yeah make sure you're onto it early they're obviously obviously going to be a little bit of a back backlog with the amount of um incoming calls emails they'll be receiving claims so um yeah bear with but better to be in that sooner than later what a way to finish the year. We're getting closer. Uh, after everything that's happened to people, it's just, it's, you just think, what's next? It's just, it's one thing after the other. It's incredible. Yeah. And strange to see it so local. We're very, very lucky generally that it's, um, it's surrounding suburbs. This is our back garden now. It is. Absolutely. But be careful on those claims, guys. Another thing as well, um, I think, to help insurance companies is try to minimise their workload right now um, because these guys get absolutely smashed um, within that sort of 48 hours, 72 hours of the event. Um, so I think stay sh on your claim, stay detailed, stay unemotional, stay short. Um, but here's a great tip. Stay consistent with your insurance company. What I mean by that is as the weeks passed, Try to keep regular contact with what's happening on your building. So don't get frustrated that they haven't come out and fixed stuff, you know, within the week. But definitely keep onto those phones super regular, and um, and so those trades come out ASAP. Uh, and fortunately for us in the Northern Beaches, it was not a Sydney-wide event. So hopefully the repair. Um, is going to be quicker because it's not all of Sydney and uh, the claim process will be quicker because it's not all of Sydney. Yeah, agreed. That's it. Is that a show? That's it. Thank you, Mark. That's a show. Everyone, good show. luck with your insurance claims. Very sorry for people that have been affected. And if we can help at all, um, even if you're not a landlord or a tenant, buying or selling with us, we are here. Just call us. We can help you, step you through. We do it a lot. We've done it before. We're happy to help anyone.
Stay shy, stay dry. Boom.